This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Today on the On Enquirer podcast, Joy Wagner, the Packers fan, and myself, Jeremy Warner, the Bears fan, uh, we talk to a Bears player, Doug Kramer, former Illini center. He gave us some time. We really appreciate him as he's getting ready for his first training camp with the Chicago Bears. He joined us to talk about getting drafted, his Illini career, his influences on him, Justin Fields, and his NFL career. Had a great time catching up with Doug Kramer, who is one of my favorites to cover uh, over the last several years, six years with the line. I covered him from gray shirt recruit all the way to NFL draft pick and now as an NFL pro. So it's been a blast to watch his career and to see him be rewarded for all his hard work, his leadership, and he was a heck of a football player for the University of Illinois. So today, we focus on Doug Kramer. We'll get back to our position previews for Illinois football as we go along. But kudos to Joey Wagner for locking down Doug, and kudos to Doug for giving us some of his time. So when we come back, Chicago Bears center Doug Kramer on the Illini Enquirer podcast. Man, happy to have on the Illini Enquirer podcast here with uh, Joey Wagner, Jerry Warner, a guy we covered for a while and now is in the NFL with Chicago Bears. It's Doug Kramer. Doug, thanks for joining us, man, right before training camp. How are you? I'm doing really well. Um, fired up to get it going, obviously. Just said training camp, so um, just getting dialed in and, and ready to roll for that. But fired up to be on with you guys. Um, yeah. Well, Doug, I see, I see the Bears logo. I know you and I have worn that for most of our lives. So um, just what's it like growing up a Bears fan, getting that call and knowing you're going to be snapping the ball to a Chicago Bears quarterback in just a couple of weeks? Um, yeah, it was, uh, honestly, it was one of the craziest days of my life for sure. Um, and yeah, honestly, it was, it was insane. Um, I think you could hear from, you know, my family's reaction in the background that, you know, it was one of those things that, you know, everyone was kind of hoping for, but didn't want to get their hopes up for kind of, if that makes any sense. Um, just because you never really know what's going to happen. Um, and you could end up anywhere. So you need to be open to that. Um, but obviously, you know, playing for a team you grew up loving and, and really set the foundation for why you play the game and, and what you like about the game um, is super special. And, you know, it's very similar to how it was with Illinois. Um, you know, I took a, a tremendous amount of pride wearing that, you know, the eye on my helmet and, and being able to be a part of that team and a part of that locker room. Um, so it's um, a familiar feeling, but definitely – you know, unique because it's the NFL and, and, you know, you've kind of been preparing for this your entire life. You you went into Harris Hall before the draft, obviously, and went through that process. What was that like to go in there for the first time through the OTAs or to sign your contracts and just know that like, I am a Chicago bear. Like this is, this is actually real life. Um, yeah, yeah. It was super, super cool moments. Um, 
you know, one of the things I love about House Hall is, is right when you walk in the player's entrance, there's, you know, all the retired jersey numbers kind of like in this one hallway that you walk through when you when you go in. Um, so the first things you see every single time you walk in that building are, are those names and those numbers. Um, so, you know, just as, you know, a football fan, but especially as a Bears fan and, you know, knowing what those numbers mean and, and what those players mean to the city is – is awesome to just walk through every single day. You know, it's it's super special. Jeremy, I, I just dug the, the the moment on the call. Like, who was going crazy? Was it your mom, your dad? Because like I think we heard your mom in the video of the Bears put out. Right? She was just pretty jazzed up. Uh, or was it you? Like, how do you process that? Because like, there's so much information being thrown at you at one time. Like you're drafted, and I'm sure you had a range of emotions. Like, how did you process the rest of that day? Um, yeah, I think, you know, when you're on the call, it's it's definitely, you know, especially when you get, get to those later rounds, you realize that, you know, there's a chance that anyone who's in those later rounds could go undrafted. Um, and any of those guys who went undrafted could, you know, end up being one of the later round guys. Um, so you're kind of fielding a bunch of different calls. So you're not sure, like, you're not sure which one is actually going to be that call until they say it. Um, so that's kind of why there was a delay in the video. If if you you know picked up on that, like it was dead silent until I said the Bears, um, because we just didn't know if it was you know one of those calls where they're just kind of checking in or if it was the actual call. Um, but yeah, that was that was my mom, my dad, my brother, and my sister losing their minds in the background. Um, you know, I was trying my best to just listen and and. Um, yeah, I couldn't really, I couldn't really talk in that moment. I was just like, I was like, wow, like I couldn't believe it happened and, and that it, it turned out to be the Bears. Well, Doug, I remember I got a call from Bill Cubitt in 2016 saying, hey, I met with this Doug Kramer kid. Love him. Love him. Like we need to get him on our team. And then you committed uh, just a couple of days later as a gray shirt, right? You had to earn your spot. Like. You know, weren't going to be there till January. Bill Cubic gets fired. All of a sudden, uh, you know, Lovey Smith Lovey. comes in and he calls you up and says, "Hey, get to camp." The next year, you're starting center uh, for Illinois. So, whatever it's been, Doug, you've you've kind of I don't know surprised people, but exceeded maybe the outside expectations. You had this undersized label. I know you and your family are completely sick about. It, and I get it, but you get drafted, right? Like you yeah. get drafted, and now you're part of the Bears. Like, what what is the key to overcoming all of that like right like that this you weren't you didn't have a big 10 offer coming out or you know you're you're buried on the depth chart and people are saying you're undersized coming into the nfl like how do you explain how you overcome that for anybody else that is dealing with that anybody listening yeah i mean it's it's not super complicated to be honest all you have to do is is just you know stay focused and and control what you can control in a situation um like it's it's everyone's job to to make comments and and say whatever they want about you know certain players and you know you just have to understand that and you know you can't control any of that stuff so there's no point in in you know spending any time thinking about it really it's just um you know certain opportunities are going to present itself and and when they do or if they do you just got to try to take them um so you know basically since i got that you know offered to Illinois as a gray shirt um I've really just tried to you know dedicate myself to staying in the moment um you know taking it day taking things day by day so 
you know, when you're in training, you're not always thinking about, oh, week, whatever, we're playing this team or week, you know, you're just focused on that one set of squat. You're trying to get better every single day. Um, and that really just keeps you grounded. It keeps you in the moment. And, you know, it, it really makes you, you know, work hard every single day. And I think, I think that's, you know, really the most important thing. Who made, you know, the biggest impact on you while you were at Illinois? Um, I know you start for Luke Buckus, Nick Allegretti's there. I know you were at his camp this weekend. Um, just who, who are some of the people that left a lasting impact on you and what kind of impact did they leave on you? Yeah, it's, that's a tough question because there's like, there's a ton of people I was there for. I was there for six years, obviously. So it was, um, you know, a ton of people that I've come across that, you know, have impacted me and shaped who I am um today but I would say like you know early on you know coach Buck has played a huge role in in who I am you know as a person and as an offensive lineman um just really you know setting that mentality of you know this is what an, uh, an Illinois offensive lineman you know looks like this is how he plays this is how he acts you know this is how he trains in the weight room um definitely him for sure um I would obviously we, we got to see him at training camp and it was it was entertaining for us I can't I can't imagine it was entertaining for you though at that time Doug <laughs> yeah I mean he it was you know he got on us but he could do that because we all knew that he cared so much about us and you know he played you know he played the center position at Illinois at a really high level um you know he played in massive games he won a big 10 championship um so we all knew you know, right away how much Illinois meant to him and how much, you know, being in that room meant to him. So that allowed him to, you know, coach the way he does, which is, you know, he's going to get on you. So, um, but yeah, I think it like that type of coaching definitely prepares you for like, it prepares you for the, for the heated moments during the game when, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on. There's a hundred thousand people in the crowd, they're yelling and, you know, the other four alignment are looking at me for a call. Like, I think, you know, just understanding how to weather that and, you know, control those situations is is huge. Um, so I actually – I love, you know, getting coached like that, getting coached hard. Um, but, yeah, I would say him for sure. Uh, Nick Allegretti is another, you know, another guy who had a huge impact on me. Um, and, you know, I've stayed in touch, obviously. We, we – did the camp I was able to be a camp counselor for him um but yeah I mean before the draft actually I was training with Nikki um for a couple I think it was a couple months after pro day it was just me Nick and then you know our one trainer that we train with but um just having those moments where you know he's a guy that's been through what I'm trying to do so just being able to ask I literally asked him probably a million questions about you know, visits, um, you know, when you go do a workout, when you get invited to a camp, what does that mean? Um, when you get invited to like a top 30 visit, what does that mean? Um, so just being able to bounce everything off him was, was amazing. And, you know, he's, he's super open to that and I think he, he likes doing it. So, um, yeah, Nick's obviously one of my best friends and, and definitely had a huge impact on me. What was the big takeaway after one year with, with Brett Bielema and Bart Miller? Like, what what would that do for you as a player? Um, I would say – that's see, that's another tough one. The, 
with one takeaway is, is tough. I had, a, you know, a million takeaways. I still have, you know, I still have uh, a couple pages of notes from from Coach B's team meetings, from his football one-on-one meetings that I always look back at. Um, but I would just say, like, they definitely helped me become a better leader. Um, they, you know, helped me, you know, gain confidence in myself and, and really be vocal um, on that team. And, yeah, I mean, that staff is awesome, and, and those two guys are, are unbelievable people in my life. Um, and, you know, I think – you know, Coach B has been unreal. Like he's he's been calling, you know, each one of us guys in the NFL and stuff, just checking in on how things are going um, throughout this entire process. So, um, yeah, both those guys are are unbelievable. But I would say, like, from a confidence standpoint, like they definitely they definitely helped me with that for sure. I want to go back to that 2018 season because four of you guys on the offensive line have been drafted. Uh, Paucho is back for his Tommy Boy season at Illinois, obviously. But, but why? Like, th- there's so many snaps for you guys, and and maybe maybe some growing pains early on. But but how how do you like? What's that mean to see all four of those guys? And and obviously, Paucho is going to have his chance be drafted or get that NFL opportunity. Um, yeah, I think you know it's it's awesome to see, um, and you know I think it's it's really cool that it was, you know, that O-line that was doing that or that are, you know, at the point that they're at now. But it's – I think it's awesome to see, like, five guys from Illinois on an offensive line at their state school, um, you know, playing good football, playing for each other, playing for the state of Illinois, playing for, you know, that university, the I, um, and just really making the decision to come home. Um, you know, not that I had – a lot of other options to do too otherwise but I would have gone to Illinois no matter what um but yeah I think it's super cool like seeing like that group because we're so close and we still are um so those are bonds I'll have for the rest of my life but um yeah it's awesome to see you know four out of the five right now in there and obviously Palcho is gonna ball out this season and then he'll be next no pressure on him though Doug right <laughs> <laughs> yeah, K- KG sent that text in the group chat, kind of joking around with him a little bit. Yeah, I, take me take me back to like I'm. I remember that year, 2017. Like Vidarian Lowe's first start was in Iowa, right at Kinnick, his, his first game ever, and like you're there, and and all like Palcho's playing like just turned 18, and as a starter. How did that impact you guys? I know the whole team, right? It was such a young team got thrown out there. How do you think that impacted you guys long-term? Um, I think, you know, in a way it definitely, you know, cause we didn't, we didn't play that well that year at all. So I think, you know, it was a little bit of trial by fire and I think we all realized, you know, what it takes to be a great player in general, but also what it takes to win in the big 10. Um, and I think it opened everyone's eyes to that. And, um, you know, the people that did play early on, you know, I think they just worked extremely hard after after that season. You know, not that they were, weren't working hard before, but it's an eye-opening experience when you're playing against guys who are, you know, three, four, four years older than you in college who have so much more experience and, and understand the game in a completely different light as you. Um, so I think it just turned everyone's sense of urgency up. And, um, yeah, I mean, helps you grow quickly for sure. I imagine. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, Doug, so the, you know this as a Bears fan. The Bears need some offensive line help. You get four, I believe, draft picks, rookies coming in. You're one of them. What's your outlook as, as you start training camp? Because it really seems like Ryan Poles and you know the new coaching staff there really wants a lot of competition up front. Yeah, there's uh, – even in OTAs, you know, there's you know there's a ton of competition in the room. Um, and, and, you know, you couldn't really ask for any anything else. You just want – you know, the chance to, to be able to go out there and, and show what you can do. Um, and kind of going back to what I mentioned earlier about just like staying in the moment, that's exactly what I've, I've tried to do. So um, that's my outlook right now is just taking it literally day by day, having tasks that I need to get done. I need to improve on, um, you know, things I need to study and just getting after that every single day. What so far is it like having this as your? I know college; it's basically a job, but this is your job. Like, is this is what you do? What's the biggest difference for you so far? Uh, it's the best job on planet Earth for <laughs> sure. Um, you know, it's it's really hard to, it's very difficult to get there. Um, and obviously, you know, it's going to be a battle every single day to to try to stay on the team and, um, you know, continue to try to help the team win. But you know, it's some of the most fun I've ever had in my life. Um, you know, you get to go in every day, do what you love. Um, even in your off time, like all you got to do is train. And then, you know, the rest of the time is, is really what you want to do with it. So, um, there's a lot more room to, to study the game and, and to get better in that way. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, you know, walking through, walking through those doors every single day and, and being a Chicago bear is, is, you know, it's the best thing in the world. What was the welcome to OTA moment where you're like, Oh man, this is like my job job. Like, did you have one of those? Um, I don't know, to be honest, I probably just some of the first meetings where I was, where I was sitting in there, um, you know, after, after the rookie mini camp ended and all the vets started coming in, I was like, you know, wow, like this is, you know, this is the real deal now. Like, um, you know, you got to step up everything. You got to step up your attention to detail. Um, you know, the way you take the field and the way you practice is huge. And then the way you obviously take care of your body off the field is huge. Um, but yeah, I mean, it gives you more time to, you know, really think about all those things that you're doing and, and how you can get better really. I want to go back one more time to draft day because you and V were drafted about 40 minutes apart from one another, maybe maybe an hour. 
and you FaceTimed after you got drafted, I think. Like, walk me through that, because you guys went through a lot at Illinois, coaching changes, seasons. Like, to have that moment with somebody and it both being so fresh and raw for you, what was that like? Uh, yeah, it was, it was um, you know, an awesome moment to be able to share that with V. I think, you know, going through these things where it's, you know, kind of an individual achievement, but not really because, you know, so many people have helped me along the way, but like just having to be able to share that with, with other guys on my team. And, um, you know, obviously V's got, you know, the young family, he's got the two, two little kids, he's got his brother, he's got his, his wife. Um, so just knowing what that meant to his family was, was super cool. And, um yeah you facetimed me i didn't i didn't know there was a camera behind that facetime so he was trying to he was trying to trap me a little bit i think um but i think they uh yeah they definitely definitely cut out some of the expletives because i was fired up for v and, and v was fired up for me for sure when did you learn that there was a camera did you just open twitter and see it or, or did somebody let you in on that yeah, I had no idea. They just FaceTimed me, and, and Zach was sitting behind there with the camera ready to roll. So, yeah, you know that. I had no idea. You know that video team's always lurking around, uh, but they do really good stuff. So you got to give them credit. Yeah, for that. no, it's it's a great moment to have on camera. I'm happy. I'm happy he was there. Yeah. All right, Doug. Um, I want to I want to get your opinion about just you know Illinois football moving forward, but I, I got to ask you is the, is the Bears fan here, and and hopefully we can scare Joey the Packers fan. Um, what have you noticed anything from Justin Fields yet? Like what what do you what do you got for me on that? Um, yeah, I mean, unbelievable leader, unbelievable person. Um, you know, he was, I think, he, for most of the rookies, um, but especially you know for me, he was one of the first guys that you know, I met in the locker room and I was, you know, he's the one of the, one of the first guys that came up to me and, and introduced himself. And, um, I think that just speaks to, to who he is as a person. Um, like he, you know, he comes to work every single day and, you know, he's probably, you know, the hardest working person in that building, to be honest, he, he gets after it. Um, and you can tell how much he wants to win. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, aside from all the things he does on the field because he's an unbelievable player like that's that's really what stood out to me is um you know he's still relatively young in this league but you know he's a he's a great leader so um that definitely stood out and obviously it's a fresh start for the organization with the new coaching staff new front office obviously a big rookie class like what is the feeling in that building that you're getting from from everybody from the top down um yeah it's um you know, obviously a ton of change, a ton of new faces. And, um, you know, it kind of just sets the bar as, you know, we're here to work. Um, I think everyone's excited to come into the building and, and get after it every single day. And, um, yeah, just try to improve and, and everyone individually just trying to help the team win. Um, so it's a super, it's a super fun environment to be in. Like all the veterans have been super, you know, welcoming and, and awesome to all the rookies. So, um, it's an unbelievable, you know, place to be at right now for sure. I'm going to talk to you big picture about Illinois, but Calcho, I think Jeremy and I both enjoy talking to him because he's a fun guy to talk with. And we talked to him a lot, man. He's been around for a little bit here. But what do we not know about Alex Kalchewski? Well, what is something that would surprise people? Oh, that is hard. You guys know him well. You guys, you guys have seen him too. He's, he's not. Uh, I, what I like about him, he's not. He's not afraid to talk 
like a normal person in front of us. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That presents, presents some other issues sometimes, but um, no, nah, I mean, Palach is awesome. I would, oh, let's see. Oh, I always, I think, Palcho has some he has like dad jokes like when he tells jokes they're just like like they're kind of funny but they're not like everyone's like looking at him like all right come on guy like what are you talking about but I would just say that for sure I, I know for a fact Nikki and KG and B will back me up on that for sure are you gonna do you have trips down to get cactus grill were you a cactus grill guy in college I was a cactus grill guy I love cactus grill um Whenever I go back, I'll always I'll always get it. I love maize too. Um, what else is on the list? I gotta get some Caribbean grill. That's a bit of a sleeper one that not many people know about, but that's an incredible place. I think my last my last year at Illinois, I was going there a couple times a week. Um, but yeah, I, Champagne food is very underrated. It's very slept on. What what was a sixth year of college like? Just as a like, were you a, were you really a college student, or were you just in the in the apartment doing stuff? Like, what was a sixth year like? Yeah, you're not really a college student anymore, <laughs> to be honest. Like, it's it's a different it's different when you know everyone. You don't really know anyone anymore. You just know the people on the team. Um. So yeah, I mean, you're two years removed from your graduating class. Um. So, yeah, I mean, you're not doing much, to be honest. Like, you're kind of just – I was there dialed in on football. I was trying to spend as much time at the facility as possible. Um, I was coming to, like – I was coming into an, to an end of my master's degree. So, um, yeah, I mean, all those things together. Like, I was – I probably went back and forth from my apartment to the facility every day, and that's about it. Well, Doug, you've obviously been through a lot during your Illinois career, ups and downs, making a bowl game, but obviously the coaching changes, offensive coordinator, offensive line changes. What what do you think about what's in place now with Josh Whitman, with Brett Bielema, your coach Bart Miller? Like, how do you feel about what's changed since you first got here in 2016? Um, yeah, I mean, a, a ton has changed for sure. Um, you know, I'm I really enjoyed you know, playing for coach Lovey Smith, I think, you know, he's a heck of a football coach and, and it obviously shows he's, you know, he's a head coach of the Houston Texans. So um, he's an unbelievable man. And, and unfortunately, you know, it didn't end well, obviously uh, during that COVID year, but then um, when coach B and, and, you know, coach Miller, all those guys came in, like it was really, you know, it was definitely a reset for the older guys. Um, you know, you got to be open to, you know, a bunch of new, new ideas, new ways to do things. Um, and I think it, you know, it really helped us as older guys just being exposed to that. Um, and that's one of the reasons why I loved that, you know, I made that decision to stay another extra year and, and be exposed to those new coaches. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, it's, it's super exciting. Like coach B is unbelievable. He's an absolute, you know, he's a stud. Um, you know, so it's, it's, it's really fun being in that building with those guys for sure. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's an exciting time, big season for the boys. Um, yeah, I think they're going to get after it. Do really well. My last thing for you, Doug, is you talked about lobby. If you look at week two and week three, I think you go lobby and Luke Buckus. Like you, you see Houston and green Bay. Like, have you looked at that at all? Like that's, it's a nice little one, two punch for memory lane there, man. 
No, I ha- I haven't looked at it yet. I haven't. But surprise, awesome. It'll be awesome to see see those guys. You know, hopefully, you know everything works out and and I can be in that be in that moment with those guys. But um, yeah, I know we got our first uh, preseason game is Kansas City as well. So um, you know, hopefully we'll see Big Nick out there. Um, but yeah, I think. You know, there's a ton of Illinois guys around the league now, so it's it's going to be super cool to see. And um, yeah, I'm just hoping you know I can work work my way into the position to to experience in that. Well, Doug Kramer, we both enjoyed covering your career, man. Uh, you were always great to us, and it's it's great to see you guys have such great success. To watch your guys' journey uh, to have so much success. Uh, so good luck, and I can say this: go Bears, bear down. Thanks, Doug. Bear down, go Illini, <laughs> ILL, of course. That was great, Joey. Uh, we mentioned it there at the end. Like, I love catching up with these guys. Like, seeing Nick over the weekend, um, you know, even seeing a guy like Mike Dudek, who's, you know, has a career now up in Chicago. But, like, seeing these guys just get here as, as young men and, and becoming men, but these guys who have success, it's it's so much fun to watch. And the fact that I get to openly root now for, for him is, is a lot of fun. It, D- Doug keeps surpassing everybody's expectations. And he said it's it's no – it's no surprise. It's he works hard, man. Like he works really hard, gives it his all. He's obviously got talent, uh, but he just approaches things the right way. So it's great to see him have some success. Yeah, I, I think I've been lucky enough in this job now, Jeremy, to cover a couple draft parties. The first was we talked about it with him. This this O line of 2018, man, don't sleep on it. it it's it's turning into an NFL O line. We covered I covered Kendrick Green, and then to be Medarians wasn't quite as as many people as Kendrick but to see them have that moment and to see the videos of Doug having that moment like Doug Kramer is playing for the Chicago Bears like that is that's a dream man like I I heard him on 670 the score uh, probably a month and a half or so ago a month ago can you imagine that like you grew up probably listening to that Jeremy I'm sure he did too and that's his life now and like you, you root for those guys because we're kind of a pain in the butt to talk to sometimes, and especially during 2018, 2017, 2018, 2019. I'm guessing the last place a lot of those football players wanted to be was post-game media talking to us after some of those losses. But but Doug was a guy who, like Alex Palczewski, like Vidarian Loving, stood up there, Nikki Allegretti, and answered questions and didn't really get angry with us. Jake Hansen's in that mix, like, you appreciate that because it helps you do your job and you know it's not fun for them and frankly it's not the most fun asking the same especially in 2018 it was a lot of the hey what what do we think happened here so you root for those guys to to have success in their lives because you know what they pour into it and and Doug's been great with us man and and to see him live out and put on the two jerseys he grew up rooting for dude that's awesome like I, I don't care if you're an Illinois fan if you're a Packers fan, like that is objectively really freaking cool. Yeah, and his parents went to Illinois, right? Like it's 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 their team, and the Bears are their team. And uh, Joey, we know you know this is a Packers fan. Bears need offensive line help, and uh, they signed the Packers guy Lucas Patrick to probably be their center this year. Sam Mustafer's still there, but he struggled a lot last year, so. Doug's got a chance, man, and, and I think they, they really like him. Uh, they wouldn't take him in the sixth round. I know it's a pick that you can cut easily, right? And that's why Doug's saying he's making the right approach. It's going to be hard to stay on an NFL roster, but like Allegretti, like so many guys take care of before him, I think he's got the makeup to do it. 
Um, he's a strict center in the NFL, uh, so he's got to be able to be successful there. But um, hope he can latch on, man. Uh, and did he get you nervous at all about Justin? Because we're going to be terrible. We're going to be terrible this year, and that's a good thing. I just need Justin Fields to be good to give me some hope for the long term. So like a 5-12 and 12 year with Justin Fields being good, I'll take that. Yeah, I won't take that because I have long been on the nervous about Justin Fields bandwagon because the Cowboy is going to leave Green Bay at some point and he's going to retire to whatever he plans on doing in retirement. I'm sure it'll be a wild experience. So, And all of the, the cap finances are, are built to win now. So this is going to be a total disaster when, when it all ultimately comes to an end. And my fear is Justin Fields is really, really good. And not only is Green Bay a disaster, but the Bears are good. And then I got to deal with all that. So there was, you know what I really thought was cool, Jeremy? Him telling us that like the first person to come up and talk with him was Justin Fields. Like it's, it tells me a lot about Justin Fields. I wish it didn't because I don't need him to be this likable, good quarterback. Yeah. But that was a really cool thing to hear. Uh, I will give Ryan Pace this. Like I was, that's as pumped as I've been in a, as a Bears fan when they traded up to get him, and the fact that he was aggressive to go get him. That said, like we got him, but then we didn't set him up to succeed with Matt Nagy as the head coach, right? And as the offensive play caller, and it's just like it was a it was a terrible first year. It was it was just, uh, didn't set this guy up to succeed. So I hope Lugetsi can, can can put him in better position to succeed. Packers quarterbacks coach becomes the offensive coordinator. Uh, so hopefully he can do that. And hopefully Doug Kramer's going to be snapping to him, right? That'd be be really cool uh, to see in a couple cool. years. So great catching up with him and appreciate Doug for all his time. His family's been great to us. He's been great to us. So uh, great to see, man. Yeah, it's fun. I'm, I'm really glad he, he carved out some time. I know it's – dude, it's getting football time, Jeremy. It is almost football time, and I appreciate him carving out a half hour or so that are talked to us. Yeah, we appreciate you guys listening to the Online Enquirer podcast as always. Give us a rating review and follow us wherever you get your podcasts and check us out on YouTube as always. I bet everybody have a great day. Take care of each other. And we'll talk to you next time right here on the Online Enquirer podcast. Paramount Plus and the National Park Foundation present A Mountain of Zen. This Earth Week, you can live stream seven national parks for seven days on Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus, official streaming partner of the National Park Foundation.